Welcome to the Forking Healthy podcast, a place where two sisters have cheeky chats about everything natural health and wellness. I'm your host, Jenny Soder. I am also your host, Cheryl Berecki. Together, we hope to inspire, entertain, and motivate you with our knowledge and decades of experience in the natural health and fitness industry. So if you're ready, let's get Forking Healthy. Oh my God, I wasn't ready. <laughs> my headphones are falling out and I don't have my notes. You're and a mess. I, I barely have notes for this one. I'm in trouble. You can wing it. Tools I'm for so, trots. I'm not good at winging, but I certainly have had trots in my <laughs> past. Tools for trots, <laughs> hair loss, and the Healy. Yeah, these are totally yours. You're doing all the talking. <laughs> I had everybody audience. I was like, what is the Healy? And I had to Google it. <laughs> well, it's still good to have like a, even yes. if we go through it and give our initial thoughts and talk about it's it. True. I'm sure a ton of people will jump on this and say, oh no, like a diehard Healy fans, but uh, we're ending off with that. So we're yeah. good. Can, and maybe we should we should have sponsors you know like for trots and stuff we talk about bowels yeah. so much we definitely should this have this podcast is brought to you by gascon <laughs> <laughs> yeah by bone broth and charcoal enzymes <laughs> i think the only problem with that is that we are not like heavy podcast promoters are pushers so <laughs> really <laughs> we just do it to talk about poop Basically. and travel yeah. and new multi-level companies yeah uh, between the two of us all right trots i feel uh, like you have had some personal experience yeah. with this recently do you want yes. to share <laughs> yeah so um i got a parasite the day before we left Mexico to come back to Canada for story of my life yeah (laughs) so traveling with it super fun um I mean you just don't eat so that nothing comes through that's a good Um, tool yes good tool (laughs) fasting but I mean there is a lot of things that you can do um to help um the body along I don't want to say to help it them go away because yeah. really it is a function that your body is being efficient at getting rid of toxicity, whether that be, you know, pathogens like bacteria, parasites, fungus, and so on, or food that you did that did not agree with you, water, and so on. So, um, you know, it is a sign from the body that it needs to get something out. Um, but if you have chronic or long-term trots, actually maybe people don't know what trots are that might oh be my god <laughs> right when ron is drinking rum is running running his his room, diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> trots are interchangeable with diarrhea interchangeable with squirts <laughs> on the toilet all the time if you want to be very correct yes loose bowel movements and trots, like you say, can be more acute or chronic. Um, yeah. Chronic being the sort of like my history with IBS, mm-hmm. if you want to have a give it a term. And the more like acute being like the travel related that you're speaking to. Yes. Yes. So what kind of tools do you keep around other than a diaper? Oh, man. <laughs> 
Well, you know my long-standing history with the with battle health in general. I mean, I think that um, it's sort of like ebbed and flowed for me <laughs> um, <laughs> over time. Where I used to have like a whole like tool covered for constipation and diarrhea, right? Yeah. It was like, and remember they've they've changed so much as like bowel buddies. Remember those? Yes. <laughs> and oh then it was like, oops, I ate too many bowel buddies. I have yeah, you got I have diarrhea way. now, and it's like, I, like you say, I think it's just really, really important for people to understand that it's like these are tools to support. You're not going like there's a reason why you have trots. It's your system trying to eliminate something out of your body or is that if it's the chronic sense then it's something that's off in the body you have an irritant and so for me I really focus on like a lot of the food side of things where I can just be more gentle like how do I change my practices when that is the case so you know I want to really sway towards bland foods um, where it's just easy and gentle on my system that can and for me that is a lot of like soup based homemade soup based bone broth so like if I'm traveling I really like to bring those bone broth packets now um to just like it's not the same but it is something right all right at home I use homemade broth and um you know we could do a we could do a topic on the bone broth I was just <laughs> laughing because like soup is the last brown soup is the last thing that I want when I have really? the trots you really want something brown and lit runny? Yes. <laughs> I just, it's gentle and hydrating. For me, oh, hydration yeah. is so key. Coconut water uh, makes me feel better. Like any sort of hydrating piece, because when it's coming out of me like water, yeah. I'm so dehydrated. Yeah. And then the gentle side is like, that's where like for me, like I, I want was like white rice. Right. You know, just like bland and easy to digest, but I need some energy because I'm losing all my energy and all my calories out of yeah. my butt and I need that gentle. And so I might do a, a nice gentle smoothie that's got coconut water in it and a little bit of nutrients, but it's going to be again, e really easy to digest. So foods is a huge piece. And I need to be careful with my movement routine. You know, that's not when you have the trots, it's not the time to be like no. giving her. No no burpees during that during that time so for I mean like we are joking and making light of this but you know there were years where I was like housebound because yes. I had such bad um digestive issues and so you know for me it's things like ginger tea peppermint yes. that calms down the irritation and the inflammation um things like mashed potatoes are kind of my go-to mm -hmm. instead um, then, um, you know, electrolytes, just like you yes. co co coconut water are all great, but our time, what about supplements? Well, what do you, but can you add in a few, is there any go-to supplements that you have that you really can help support, or are you just staying the course with your regular routine? I usually stay the course now, if it's like associated with a sore stomach, or I know it's something, um, that I've eaten that it will be charcoal or it'll be oregano yeah. oil, or I will use most of the, most of the time supplement wise, I'm using a drop of ginger and digest and essential oil rubbed on the roof of my mouth. That'll immediately kind of calm things down. Good ones. Good yeah. ones. Okay. Hair, okay, hair loss. 
hair loss. Also, you are experiencing this right now. Like this was, this topic was not on the radar for I like was shocked. ever, ever, yeah. Yeah. right? And then all of a sudden, you know, just so, so that we are um, defining kind of what ha- yes. normal hair loss is. So not normal- male, male pattern yeah. baldness? Not, not male pattern we're baldness. About. We're not talking about like slow, you know, just decreasing hair, talking about rapid kind of hair loss. Um, and the reasons why that can happen and how to start addressing that, um, you know, hair loss, normal hair loss for people will go in seasons. It'll increase and decrease, um, based on like a, a hair falling cycle, right. um, that can sometimes be seasonal. It can sometimes be based on stress, lifestyle factors, and so on. Yeah. Um, and also and- the, the, pre- um, I want to add in the pregnancy piece. Cause I have lots right. of people that come to me and that's obviously, I, I experienced that, um, postpartum, a lot of people that come to me and say like, Oh my God, what is, what is a normal amount that I should be losing postpartum and how can I, um, react to that to help and support? Yeah, like so a standard healthy amount of hair loss is about a hundred uh hairs per like wash. Obviously, that's gonna depend upon how often you wash, how long your hair is, like where you and we don't need you to count the and we don't need you to count, right? You can just see. Um, but yes, January eleventh on my birthday, I got a nice gift, and that was handfuls of hair falling out. Yeah. Um, and this is a hard topic for you right now. Yes. I'm, I'm in the heat. I'm in the stage of grieving the loss of thick curly hair because it's basically all gone now. Um, it's very, 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 very like no scrunchies don't work, um, for a ponytail anymore, unless I fold it over several times. Um, And yeah, it can be a very, very difficult thing for people because their identity is attached to that hair, who they are, their femininity, um, and obviously just a concern on kind of what that could be from. Yeah, I mean, like, so when someone comes to you and they say, why am I losing hair? Or what what can I do for hair loss? It's, again, you can't answer that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like there, I, again, my answer is always, what is the root cause, Right. you know? And then you, so you may not know what that is. And that's what it's some of that discovery piece and onion layers. And that's not, you know, sometimes it's as simple as, oh, wait, you're postpartum or, oh, so it's a hormonal piece or, oh, wait, you you have major stress in your life right now. And it's more of a short-term piece, Um, you know? And then for me, I mean, I'm always looking at like, what is the omega-3 content in their diet right away? You know, like that for some people is is enough if it's something that's not like a major piece. Yeah. And so, yeah, like you said, you know, there's major reasons. There's nutritional deficiencies, which the solution will be to increase your nutrient profile, right? Yeah. Um, If there is hormonal piece, you've just come through like pregnancy, um, or pregnancy loss, then that's hormonal. 
If you have been under a lot of stress, you're going to have to focus on nervous system regulation and reducing that stress. And if it is from post virus, which is common, especially over mm. the last few years, um, or like uh, mold. So I was exposed to mold, a whole lot of stress, um, yeah. diet changes, um, and hard water. And so unfortunately, you know, like the best place for people to start is narrowing things down. Um, yeah, good one. Track your food. Are you getting enough nutrients, yeah. protein, essential fats, micronutrients like selenium, uh, zinc? It's all very important for your hair. Um, how's your water? Do you have hard water? All of a sudden you're changing from soft water to hard water. Your hair can just break off and fall. Mm. Hormonal, how can you balance that? Or is it just a time piece, right? If you've had a baby and you're breastfeeding, then sometimes it just takes time. But narrowing down what those potential root causes are, and then doing some tracking and noticing and understanding and diving into each of those pieces will give you a good start on where you should move. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I always get like, because uh, my clients need like tangible pieces. And again, the majority are coming from more of a, a time frame piece like the pregnancy it's like yeah okay omega-3 let's get some omega-3s into your diet are you taking a, a central fatty acid supplement you know let's start there are you taking collagen let's yeah. start with those because people like tangible can i do something right away especially when they're trying to dig to a root cause we yeah. like to do something we like to have control and then like you say tracking and making sure you're having enough um, good quality proteins in your diet and good quality, healthy fats. Like those, I mean, anyone you can benefit, those things are going to benefit you in so many For different sure. ways. It's not just the hair loss, but often people like those pieces of things. What can I do now while I'm trying to discover a little bit more? Yeah. Super simple, easy, cheap, uh, filter on your shower. Number one hard for hard water number two, and then get a clarifying shampoo. Um, that is good for kind of stripping out that hard water minerals that are on there. Basically, if you have hard water, it is high amounts of calcium, usually magnesium, iron, it is, it starves or surrounds each of your hair follicle, makes it super weak and uh, mm -hmm. not as thick. And then it just breaks. So it becomes heavy. So that's for the hard water for hormone. Like you said, uh, nutritional deficiencies, make sure you're getting all your nutrients. So, and then obviously going to your doctor and asking for a full makeup yeah. just to make sure that it's nothing major, um, which is what I am um, just ending up. And, you know, it turns out I was really low in iron um, or sorry, really low in protein. And so I need to make sure that I'm, you know, stepping that up, um, and, uh, stress. Shocker. And it's always going to be a hard piece, but you know, and I shared with you this, um, you know, that identity piece that you talk about that, uh, you know, and another lifetime ago for me, I, um, I shaved my head consciously. So I lost my hair consciously. Um, but I never realized the mindset effect that that would have on me until I did that and how much my identity was tied in to my hair, both from an effeminine stance and just from uh, like how I felt about myself, possibly how it like covered 
me and made me, I felt so much more vulnerable when I didn't have my hair. And in the end, it was very, it, it required a lot of digging deep and it, it was a lot of empowerment and it was a lot of healing trauma, all just from losing my hair. Mm -hmm. I would have never, ever thought that that was ever even a thing. And I think a lot of people go through that when they lose their hair, even if it's post-pregnancy, because it's a different season of life yeah. and it's like you're shedding and then it's like a rebirth. And it is, um, there's a lot of hard that can happen in that moment. And, and I just want to urge people that if you're, you know, if that is a symptom that you're having, that that mindset piece and your mental health piece is very important to address. For sure. Amen. The Healy. So the reason why is so the reason why I put this on here is because a few people have asked me. So I used to do um and have integrated into my practice is bioscan, uh, mm -hmm. meridian bioscans, where we um measure the frequency of uh the organs and systems of the body to see if there's any deficiencies, breakdown, toxicities, and imbalances. And the Healy has become very popular due to marketing and multi-level marketing and a whole, they have a huge budget. Like I was yeah. like, what is happening lately? Um, and so I apologize to some people that are diehards for this. There's some things that, but I think that you'll agree with me when I, when I raise my concerns for it, because like everything it's not good or bad. There's a gray area for it. So a Healy, I'm going to read right from Google. Good. Because I think it's super important on how it's also being talked about and yeah. sold. Okay. So um, it's basically a machine you wear and it's daily and it shows you stats on your body. You don't have to wear it daily, but basically it's a machine. So it the Healy gives you personalized frequencies by allegedly scanning your body out to find what it needs at the moment and feeding it the right healing frequencies. So it's a bioenergetic or energetic machine that works with your own body to scan it to see where there's deficiencies. Right. And then it provides those frequencies that you need in order to function better. Okay. Right. So I've had experience with multiple different types of energetic um, machines and working and practices. And that the, for me, it's all about how it's marketed, talked about and used. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're marketing this as a healing tool, mm. healy, heal yes. tool, Beautiful marketing. Yeah. You are going to attract. And if you talk about it as you just have to wear it, it's going to yeah. scan you and then give you what you need to heal. That's yeah. bullshit. It's not. There's yeah. nothing there that you're going to, nothing in this world that's going to be that magic pill that's going to address everything. Okay. And right. you still need an action plan after yes. you find those things. God. Exactly. Right. And so you're, you know, this is before I did research, you know, extensive research before I bought my bioscan machine to understand like what it could do for people. 
I actually stopped using the bioscanner because I created such a resentment towards it over time because so many people would come to me because they wanted proof that their shitty habits that they did every day were or were not affecting their body. And I just didn't want to work with those people anymore because it's, it's like, why do you need proof that the, the 40 beers you're having every week are not serving you like take responsibility for the things that you're not doing. So if you're using this machine as an excuse and putting it on saying, Oh, I did my work. (laughs) Careful. Come on. Such a slippery slope. I recently had someone come to me and tell me about a machine that a new machine. Okay. It's in Canada now that can create, get this lean body mass. Okay. Like a three days. It's kind of like probably like a shaker. That is what I envisioned. You know, those ones that, but, um, it's, I, I, and all I wanted to be like, was like, all I did say was, but, but why? Because like you say, you're just, you could, you could just, you know, eat protein and uh, adequate amounts of protein and you can move your fucking body and you can create muscle in your body in a natural way that is completely sustainable or you can have a quick fix that is marketed really, really well and really taking, in my opinion, kind of taking advantage of the fact that from a society stance, we're starting to understand the importance of lean body mass and then so they're leveraging that with big budgets really similar with the Healy is like we're starting to understand the um importance of everything flowing really well internally and understanding and being aware of your body that Mm -hmm. information is extremely valuable but people with big budgets really will take advantage of that for sure and you know the, the other thing that we have to think of is how often you're using it even with my bioscan like I had severe health implications mm. of using an electronic device, even though I was just testing other people on a daily basis. Um, because if you have that electromagnetic frequency and that energy going through you, there's going to be some negative effects. So how often are you using it? What are you expecting from it? Are you yeah, handing okay. the responsibility off to the machine? Or are you delivering it yourself? And, um, it, you know, the, the benefits are definitely, we are all energy. We all respond to frequencies. Our cells are basically energy. We're just balls of energy. That's yeah. all we are. And so anything that um, taps into or creates like a different frequency, like if it's running through a high frequency in your body, then you're going to feel better. So that is a good thing. It's like listening to different frequencies, like binaural beats, yes. it will alter and support your mental health and your physical health yes but how are you using it what are you putting on it and are you just honestly doing it for the money of it and the commission then that kind of takes it all away from me yeah totally and and I think in we're in this information era right where information is valuable but we can become very like reliant or stat obsessed, right? In my world of fitness, I see it as like the newest watch that will give us the newest stats and, you know, tracking every single one of our, you know, bike rides and runs and Mm -hmm. workouts. And I just think it's, you know, that is valuable. It can hinder. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like it's a fine balance. 
even for me, you know, we're because of my Graves disease. Oh yes. A thyroid factor for hair loss as well. <laughs> I'll go back there. Right. I also have Graves disease. Um, you know, one of the symptoms that I'm experiencing is a, a higher heart rate and I have an aura ring. I honestly wouldn't notice most of the time that I have a high heart rate, and but I have this here. So I think sometimes it can hinder because it's like, oh my goodness, you know, it's high. Yeah. Then it yeah. actually is higher. And, and so it can really be, it takes uh, one of the major issues I feel that we're in as a society and as a world right now is that we're taking away our innate ability and connection Mm. to ourselves to understand what's going on. And I think that we just like, we're donating this energy to devices and things rather than creating a deeper connection to ourselves. Um, and being able to understand and learn about what our body needs, what the signs are that it needs a certain different and how to provide, you know, how to work with our bodies. And I think the Healy is taking us away from it. And honestly, I think the bioscan totally took away from people as well. Yeah. It's also, it makes me think about like the basics versus high level and they both mm-hmm. have their place, For but sure. we need basics first, right? I, I, someone I follow on Instagram alluded that to the infrared sauna it is a really amazing thing, but if you're not getting outside and getting into nature, like yeah. that's the first thing that you can have some of those same benefits as well. And then if you're like doing all those basics and you want to take things to the next level and you want to really tap into more of that understanding and information and high level and giver, but like you can't have one and not, you can't have the machine that creates lean body mass, but not work out. Like, yeah. And you know, speaking of following on Instagram, I was going to mention, I follow this woman on Instagram. She's a doctor and she is a huge um, promoter of not making everything so simple. Like you have to go through the struggle in order to create the discipline and develop like these strong strengths um, and like resiliency um, by going through the tough stuff that she doesn't want to make things easy for people because then it's just taken for granted. And then we always want to be served easy. And if it's easy, we don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't want to be hard and not, I don't want people to mistake when we talk about foundations and basics, um, that it means easy. (laughs) Like that's, you know, it still means that it's work and it, it's going to have hard times and you're going to have to adjust. And, and that is life. Yeah. You have a lot more clothes behind you lately in your closet. (laughs) I've been thrifting (laughs) in my studio. (laughs) On that note, on that note, see you later. Thank you for tuning in to the Forking Healthy podcast. If you want to stay up to date on future podcasts, make sure you follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. In order for us to get into more ear holes, we would love for you to take a moment to share this episode or leave us a review. That's it for now. Forking rights. (laughs) 